0: Where's the manager?
1: Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets.
2: Let's doing my KQ imitation. Welcome to Walzer Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets, Episode 105, Open Mic Day. We've got Mike Bryant calling in. We got Joe from Louisville patiently holding on the line, and we'll be right back after these exciting announcements.
1: As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM.
2: We are back with episode 105 Car Selling Secrets. We have two people on the line. Joe, I'm going to ask you to wave off. And uh, call back as soon as Mike's done, because he's on his way to what I'm sure is a very important meeting. Oh. All right. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon, Mr. Joe from Louisville. Michael, how are you doing? All right.
3: Good. Good. I wouldn't have bumped Joe for me. I would have gone. He's
2: unemployed. The plant shut down. I
1: argued against it, but Doug went his own route. Sorry.
2: (laughs) Somebody's got to be the parent. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So you're the mm-hmm. official guest on Car Selling Secrets. What do you think of that?
2: Yeah, you
3: know this is I think the <laughs> third time I've been the official guest.
1: Only because somebody else didn't show up.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm I'm the bottom of the barrel. You know, we got nobody. We've tried to get the janitor and he couldn't make it. So yeah, that's right. I
2: <laughs> no, I was telling Tom this morning, I've got to redouble my booking efforts. I've been so busy with the software company that I'm, I just have not, I've neglected my duty, sadly. But thank you for joining us. What's new in your world, Mr. Bryant?
3: Let's see. Well, we were hoping that the courts were going to start opening up, and then we got the mask mandate in a number of places last week back. And so what that'll mean, or if we're going to go backwards for a little while for the courts, I don't know. Um, but, is that yeah, a statewide you know, decision, Mike, or moving. is it
2: is it vary by county?
3: The, what I've heard so far, it's been varied by county. So I don't know that the state um, the state has come out with a position yet. But I was gone for a couple of days, so it's it, it's possible. But I, from what I've seen, I don't think the I think the state's left left it up to the districts at least for right now.
2: I have a, a boating friend uh, down at uh, the cove who is works in jury selection services for Dakota County. And she says, it's just, the backlog is huge.
3: Oh, it's, it's incredible. I mean, you, you've got all these criminal cases and then you've got for the judges, you've got all the housing cases dealing with, you know, uh, people that uh, landlord tenant issues and then getting the personal injury cases. You know, it's like, there's a lot of, a lot of things. It's, 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 Scary, um, and how they're going to get through it. Some counties have been playing, uh, kind of like a, a shell game where they've given you a date and then they pull it back. And I think they, they've tried to frustrate people to see if some people settle, um, because of that. And in some cases people have just to get it over with so they don't have to wait anymore. Um, but, uh, it's, 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 it's tough. It's, and, and, you know, I, the one thing I've told clients is, you know, I typically try between five and seven cases a year and I haven't tried a case in over a year and a half. Um, and it's not cause I haven't wanted to, it's just, I can't. And so when I get back in and actually get to try a case, I'm, I'm hoping it's not, you know, it's a, um, it is a rather minor you know, case and not something huge that I got to suddenly pop into and try. Well, everybody, Um, but you
2: know, everybody's rusty too, I would assume, right?
3: Well, yeah, but it's interesting because I would go, you know, I was always trying cases. I didn't feel like I was rusty and I'd watch other lawyers that hadn't tried a case in a couple of years and you'd watch them second or third day, it kind of start kicking in for them. Um, And, you know, so, and I've done a bunch of, I, I continued to do a bunch of training and I was all set to roll. And then suddenly they, they pulled the rug out from under us. So, got to wait. And well, you must. We'll get back. You're married, so again. you're
2: probably in somewhat in practice when well, Mrs. Bryant tells you you're an a hole and you can say objection.
3: Yeah, she, that doesn't work that way. But um, <laughs> she she's continued to do Zoom trials because she she has bench trials there with judges. Yeah, and so she's actually been the real trial lawyer in the in the in the house because she's tried. I don't know. I think this last year she's tried at least four or five cases. No, she works um, in, been able in, uh, to keep it in going.
2: family law, divorces and stuff like that. Is that right?
3: Correct. Okay, yeah, that's putting putting aside what God only could put together. You know that kind of. <laughs>
1: action so. uh, i might pass out uh, there's a possibility
2: so is the, mike is the same thing uh, happening at the federal level too or are they not trying cases
1: well federal level
3: yes yeah overall federal level did try to do a couple of zoom trials um with jurors and they did a couple of those down south and those were those were miserable experiments because jurors would fall asleep or suddenly you had cases being being tried to other relatives that were sitting in the same room with the jurors. Um, and it was just a mess. Um, so they did try some more things. Um, and then it's federal court is run more in a, in a more of a, like a fiefdom way. So it depends a lot upon your own local rules and Who's in charge and what they're thinking, but they've pretty much put a hold on things in the same way.
2: See, that's what I had thought, but I and I don't follow it that closely. But that who's that screwball, the Stormy Daniels lawyer?
1: Oh, Avenatti. Yeah, yeah. didn't well, he just declare mistrial? Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah, he. They've been able to get some trials through, and Hennepin mm-hmm. County's had some trials, and we were starting to see trials pop up again. So, yeah, he he had his trial going, in, I think it's in California, which you know. Different states are doing different things. Like, I think in North Dakota, they I don't know if they even had a, a delay. I think they kept rolling.
2: What, on both cases? I mean, it's North Dakota. On every on Yeah, on <laughs>
1: both, yeah, <laughs> both the cases. They, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah, so.
1: I don't know. The whole thing is just pretty amazing to me. Avenatti, did didn't he, like,
4: try to get 8 million bucks out of some God, he just was or, a slime or, ball. Yeah, I and, think it was extortion or something.
2: And let's not forget, well, there was tried. a week in time when he was actually considered to be a presidential candidate. I Remember mean. that? It's like, <laughs> gonna, this guy's going to run?
3: God. What are they, crazy? Yeah. He he apparently was trying to shake down Nike. Um, with oh, the oh that's, right. Um, that's right. That was an issue. And, um, <laughs> that was an that issue. Was an it was issue. weird because because uh, <laughs> Some of it looked a lot like a demand letter, uh, like any other demand letter. But, you know, it's kind of weird how they parse, you know, what is what is, uh, you know, actually um, uh, what he did and what they're charging him with um, versus just making a demand and saying, you know, here's the claim and here's what we're basing the claim upon. Um, but he he put himself out on the ledge in a lot of different ways. And it just apparently has all came back and and hooked him.
2: Wow, so when you're in law school, do they teach you? Do they have a class on how to write scary demand letters? I've received a few of them over the years. Oh God,
3: no, I, I not <laughs> really. I mean, you don't. Your basic law school is is things like contracts and property and constitutional law and things like that. So, so there isn't a lot of practical. Um, stuff some places you get to where you get what's called practicums where you actually work on a case and you do those things, but you know, and then I don't know, there's some lawyers that write stuff because they think that they're something that they're you know like a big deal, but I don't know,
2: it's it's
3: I you know, every once a while a get a call from somebody, it's like, all I want you to do is write a letter. It's like, no, nah, I don't, that's not the way I practice. I don't, I if I'm gonna go to trial, I'm gonna go to trial, you know, I, I'll settle cases. But I try cases and and I think you you really hurt your credibility if you start writing things that are just you know nonsense and and you end up getting sanctioned by federal courts like the whole group yesterday,
2: yeah, I got one from Apple uh God, it was ten years ago now, and that Apple. was like, yeah, we better not mess around with these guys <clears throat>
1: Apple, yeah what they want? well some of
3: them are
2: well the yeah. i the iPad had just came out and it was, when Al, it was the Doug and Allen marketing show, and Alan came up with the idea. We, we Prius sales had slowed down for whatever reason. It's like, God, Prius owners are techies. We'll just give an iPad away if you buy a Prius. Nope, they, they didn't want any association with car dealers at all. Why? I don't know. Because huh. I, I guess they got 100% of the market on the iPad and well, 80% net to gross, okay. and they can afford to do whatever the hell they want, and they don't yeah. need our help. So that was my guess, but when you get it from mm. the attorney at uh, Apple, you go, "Yeah, we mm-hmm. pr- probably better not mess with these guys anymore." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So that <laughs> winter, this was brilliant. Alan had so a with. fire sale where, if you bought a car, you got a Kindle Fire. Remember, for about yep. six weeks, that was a hottest just, thing. Sure. On Those the were planet. so cool. Yeah. It was just the it would it worked unbelievably well. It still confuses mm-hmm. me that people would go thinking about spending a thirty thirty thousand yeah. dollars on a car. Oh, look, I get a $300 Kindle and Let's hurry up before they run out. <laughs> Cuz if you it look at it, that's does like work.
4: basically what like a 0.1% discount. <laughs>
2: it's, it's right. Well, I mean, we had a di- we had a discount well, yeah, in addition but to the that, Kindle it was, itself.
4: It's yeah, it's it's like yeah. knocking off a couple hundred bucks from the price of the car. Yeah, now which, I
2: think they're $40 and you get a box of green Yeah, stamps, I don't so think they're,
4: they're doing terribly well. No. What, Kindle Fire? Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, iPads have come way down, too. Remember, those things used to be a, That's over $1,000, and you can get a basic one well, for now. they just charge
4: $1,000 for the phone. So. That's right. That's pretty much true.
1: So, Michael, I've never asked you this, but I want to ask you publicly. Do you think that Smenthal will end up in prison someday? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Oh, don't
2: take his side of it. I wanted him to sweat it out. It's not illegal to impersonate a podcaster. <laughs> well, it's yeah. true. So. Otherwise, that there'd be a thing. lot of us in trouble.
1: I suppose that's true. Mm-hmm. So. So, that, well, that's great news. I just, you know, I won't get too direct and forward about this, but I, I think it's, you know, waiting for my, my stuff to go to trial for eight years. It hasn't been long enough, so we'll wait a couple more years.
2: Well, I'm thinking, you know, now that we're in our 60s, if this goes on and we get another wave, we could knock off some banks, and even if we get caught, we wouldn't go away for quite a while.
4: Yeah, really. Yeah, I think about it. Was it. a 10-year queue, so, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, we'll just, we'll just wait at that house till they take us away. That would right. be wonderful. So yeah, what else? That
3: was a a fast tracked one suddenly, you know. Suddenly they're like, "Oh no, this one's like a railroad train." Yeah,
4: you know? I wonder so, when the last American mm-hmm. train robbery was. Last train robbery, holy to moly! Probably well, been no. quite a while. But let me just point some out. You're yeah, not talking okay. about
1: electric trains because that was last night, okay? So. Well, yeah, no, I'm talking <laughs> about
2: like cargo trains, right? right. You know. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance exactly. Kid. We re that with the kids about a year ago. I forgot how fun that movie Great was. Movie. Come on! Is that Hugh mm-hmm. Woodcock? Very good movie. Remember, he was the guy that was defending the train, and they kept blowing it up.
4: Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, there are about $10 million a year worth of train robberies. What? Still? You just don't hear about them because they're not exciting anymore, because they don't
2: involve horses and six-shooters. Well, and if it, huh. if it totals ten million, I mean that's That's, that's still true. yeah, not that much. I mean, right. I'd like to have ten million dollars. Don't get me
4: wrong. Yeah, but. the uh, gang called the Conrail Boys <laughs> were breaking into freight
3: trains and <laughs> taking electronics. Stop. I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna get out of bed for ten million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. I said I, I would Big take shot. it.
2: It's like I have friends that won't play the lottery until it <laughs> hits like you know fifty-five million right, or right. something. Mm-hmm.
1: I wouldn't mind winning a ten million dollar lottery. Sign me up. Yeah, works for yeah. me. Works for me. So, what else you got planned for today, Michael?
3: Uh, I got uh, mediation coming up in in a short time, um, and uh, I got a bunch of phone calls and you know, a bunch of bunch of regular work things, just like normal.
1: Just like, so like me, just shoulder to the wheel. That's mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Shoulder
3: shoulder to the wheel you were at it at what three o'clock this morning you were oh. all fired up to get
1: going to work yeah, well yeah it's because i got a call from a friend of mine at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, no. no that was actually about four o'clock wasn't
4: it? <laughs> i don't know anything about this no yeah well, it was a little later than that so Mike i was on the my way talk. to hot
1: yoga so it was
4: like 5 20
3: i think is when i called you
1: oh that's right you called me yeah, yeah you did about five twenty, you called me this morning I had already gotten my uh, my mileage in. I was just waiting for everybody else to screw my life up.
3: <laughs> so I got to hot yoga, and went, at the end of it, one of the people in the class goes, so did you get some rest? Apparently, I fell asleep in the middle
1: of it. Oh, wow. Well, well, we- it is very hot. So One of my favorite <laughs> yeah. stories of all time, I go see a movie, can't remember what movie it was. On my left is Philip Wise. On my right is Michael Bryant, and they
4: both fell asleep. Mm. <laughs> really good movie. <laughs> No, a, it was a
1: horrible movie.
3: What was what,
4: it? Yeah, what was it? It was. Wasn't that the nun?
1: Yes, the nun. The oh the my nun. god, that yeah. movie sucked.
4: <laughs> what
1: a well, horrible movie! I yeah.
4: know nothing about this. That was. Yeah, it was
3: not good. It was not a very good movie. 2018 me, so, gothic
4: supernatural horror film. It's a, oh, it's a spin-off yeah. of The Conjuring. No, okay. Good. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Yeah, right. it was it was early Conjuring, wasn't it the 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 basis for the Conjuring, or yes, I think it was thing. supposed
4: to be like the original, like the origin story of that whole thing. It takes place in 1952. Not good. So I don't
1: know. I got to be honest with you. I uh, I thought I witnessed the original Conjuring when I was in third grade at St. Joseph's. One nut, oh, nun went nuts on me. I thought she was possessed by the devil. Mm. For Christ's <laughs> sake, Jesus, was she mad? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was chasing Chucky e. Gleason around the ho- the uh, the uh, classroom. I'm chasing around. Ran into the statue of the Virgin Mary. Oh. And shattered Oh, it. yeah, yes. you can't do that. Catholics oh, don't like it when you mess with Mother Mary. Do no, that. <laughs> they do not like that at all. It shattered. You wow. thing think it was in a
4: million pieces by the time. Yeah, the that's yeah. what happens with porcelain or oh. you know. Well, the I nun can, cost $22 million to a make. Statue- and it made three hundred sixty five million. So What? It did pretty well without your oh, uh, your approval. I can't take it. Well those right, horror movies, they cost it. nothing and they always make tons of money.
1: Okay, run it again, Andy. What are those numbers? Wow.
4: Twenty two million and three hundred sixty five million. Twenty two million to make, it made three sixty
1: five. Yep. Uh, you gotta get off this planet, I really do. That movie's terrible.
3: Let's next Thursday, instead of cars selling secrets, let's put together a scary movie
1: yeah make 365 million we, we have we have one week to make it yeah well you're
2: gonna be in north carolina so you're gonna exactly. have to call phone in your part
1: exactly oh yeah that's right mm-hmm. i'll have to i will have to is that him. enough money to make it worthwhile Doug?
2: <laughs> yeah, weren't you gonna make the movie this is back when shelby was on the show about the guy with a. Uh,
1: the electro larynx. Yeah. Oh, the guy that was scared the piss out of me up in Bay. Yeah. Was it Bayview like, or where, where, Bayfield? Where we were going
2: to write a movie about that. I, don't, I have forgot what the plot was. I just remembered the electro larynx machine.
1: That was like what twenty years ago, twenty five years ago, something like that. No, it was oh, like five, six. years. No, I'm talking about when that guy did oh. it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I had never heard one of those before. We're up sitting, having dinner. Was it Bayfield or Bayview or what is it? The the
4: sailor. Spot.
2: That'd be uh, that'd be uh, Bayfield. It's Bayfield just okay. right across from Madeline Island? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Lake Superior. About. I have yet to hear Wisconsin. one in real
4: life.
1: I'm sitting there. I had never heard nope. one before. Never even thought of hearing one before. All of a sudden, I'm sitting there, and a the guy right behind me goes, "I'll have another drink." I'm like, "What the hell was?" <laughs> The Catholics are right. The guy's possessed. Yeah.
4: <laughs> God. Well, I don't think they really use them very often anymore because they are ex- like, yeah, you can't control uh, volume or tone or anything like that. So it does tend to it makes you stand out. That's for sure. OK, part two of that story. <laughs> did, 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 what? Didn't what? I didn't
1: Val Kilmer have one in that movie. Yes. Well, he does have one in real life. Yeah. Val Kilmer. Right. Bill Kilmer lost his voice. Yeah, yeah he oh, did. I He's did not know that. He's really,
2: in really bad shape. It's hard to watch.
1: Following that, we used to have a woman with an larynx call into the KQ Morning Show like 30 years ago. It was a couple years into the show. And one time she calls in, I'll never forget it, uh, the producer goes, Tom, we got to call her number one. I said, hello, who, who was calling? Ah, hi, Tom, it's Mary. And I said, oh, she didn't say anything. She goes, hey, Tom, how you doing? And I went, hey, Mary, how you doing? She goes. How'd you know it was me? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know it was me? Well, Mary, it was because she was so cool. She exposed so many people to, to the fact. You know what? It's part of my life now.
4: Nah.
2: Yeah.
1: She was so great about that. I will never forget that as long as I live. What like, happened well, to her?
2: Well, she died of throat cancer. cancer.
4: Yeah, throat what cancer happens. usually. Yeah. Who? This caller. Caller to take you. I don't. I don't know her last name. Oh. Her name
1: was Mary, though. I know that, but. Um, In any case. So, Michael, I don't know if you heard or not, but now they're reporting that, of course, there was already an attack on the airport in uh, Kabul. But now they're saying a very big attack is imminent on the airport in Kabul. That kind of, it's a little terrifying, don't you think?
3: ISIS is back. Who's who's attacking who? It's ISIS attacking,
4: I think, just the current Afghanistani government.
2: I read an, uh, or saw an interview with a retired U.S. general, and he, this is two days ago, and he was talking about this might be happening. He goes, their motivation is to embarrass both the United States and the Taliban. And yes,
4: it's, yeah.
2: Yeah, this is ISIS-K, which is another offshoot of ISIS.
1: ISIS-K? Isn't Whoa. that a serial?
4: Yeah, that's, that's what,
2: what I said. say. It sounds like Captain <laughs> Crunch.
4: Yeah. It does, doesn't it? No. ISIS-K. No, ISIS-K was founded in 2015. Um... And it's a branch of ISIL. So technically, it's it's technically ISIL KP or ISKP, but it's huh. for some reason they can't nail down a
2: name for these things. ISIS K. They drive around in Hummers that are painted pink, like Mary K cars. Yeah, yes, yeah, like the
1: Mary Kay cars. Same deal. <laughs> it's like uh, only, only if you have
3: enough sales. If you're that's right. oh, in the yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> Oh God! I love. So do some- we
3: still have a bunch of Americans at the airport. Yes, uh, indeed.
1: Yeah, at least a couple of uh, uh, fifteen hundred to two thousand. Wow! Which nice is sense. not good news. The headlines right now are insane. These two headlines just popped up. Taliban says the United States has no proof that Bin Laden was behind nine eleven.
4: Well, of <laughs> course they would say that. <laughs> what? Wow. Well,
2: okay. Who, who Other than the that? fact he did the videos and said. We're behind 9/11. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, uh, right. Newser yeah. Newser website. Newser's a, it's a pretty far left website. Uh, okay. And then the other one, the other headline is: Seven Capitol police officers sue Trump over a riot. Oh
4: my God! <laughs> okay. Are they
1: insane? They sued. They sued, they sued Trump. Yeah, huh? they're suing okay. Trump over the riot. It's was it was like, a very shoot.
4: bold move after the FBI said that Trump has no uh, attachment to it. It's none. The FBI said he had nothing to do with it. And now
1: they're going to sue me. Yeah. People have lost their minds. They really have.
2: Did
1: yeah. uh, you ever see the well, Family Guy episode
2: I, where uh, Stewie played bin Laden? No, oh God. Oh, my God, is that
1: funny? Mm-hmm. I bet. I would imagine. All right, Michael, get off your ass and get back to work. I
3: will do that, and thank you for, uh, uh, for uh, having me on today.
1: Oh God, that he had to he had to choke that I one up. Thank just, you for oh
5: oh oh, oh.
1: <laughs> I have that
2: effect on a lot of the guests. They all feel like crying when no. they're done.
1: All right, Michael. We'll talk okay. we'll talk to you this weekend. Take care. Bye. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant, ladies and gentlemen. You know what we should have done? We should have set it up today so that Bilsky would call in, yeah. and then Steve from Sabre would call
4: in. It's all guest yep.
2: day. All Advertiser day. All the Well, the yeah, when the advertisers Calicators. are listening,
4: you can call in at uh, 95...
2: 561-228-4061. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I think we'll take a little break, and uh, I think Joe from Louisville will probably be phoning He just in. called in. So Excellent. I like it. There you go. We'll be right back, folks.
1: Is expensive enough? Hey, it's Tom again for my good friends at Profile. You've heard me talk about the terrific experience I've had working with my Profile health coach, Danette, Dan Kelly. It's not just because I've lost weight and kept it off. It's because there's so much more to losing weight than simply stepping on a scale. Profile makes sure I'm in it for the long haul. It's about getting to your goal and staying there. That's why Profile provides members like me so many great tools to keep it off like monthly health seminars, 3D body scans, an exercise app, a terrific podcast, cookbooks, and so much more. Matter of fact, I'm going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Can't say enough about Profile. It's changed my life, and it can change yours, too. Profile has six metro locations, as well as Mankato, St. Cloud, and Rochester. Make today the day you call them or visit ProfilePlan.com for a location near you. That's ProfilePlan.com. Oh, and mention promo code KQRS for a special discount. ProfilePlan.com. That's ProfilePlan.com. Hey, I just got out of the meeting.
2: We are back. Episode 105, Car Selling Secrets. Phoning in from Louisville, Kentucky. It's our good friend Joe from Louisville. Joe, what's going on in the Ford world, my friend? Well, not a whole lot. All right, well, can't thank exactly. you for all the time.
1: <laughs> Smart ass. So what's going on, Joe?
5: You're getting better at this, dog.
2: I'm just screwing around. It's okay.
5: No, I'm serious. You're actually you're getting better. You're more relaxed, <laughs> and you well, you have them.
2: Well, I, I you no. know it, it's just fun to do this. I, although it does make me realize to do it as an actual occupation is is it, there's quite a bit of skill involved. It's it's fun to come in and screw around and play podcast guy for an hour a week, but to do this as a regular job like our friend Tom, that's it's a whole different thing. I think. You think he's skilled? Well, he's, they've been paying him for forty years. are Yeah,
1: you're a pill. You got it. You're welcome. You're welcome. By the way, uh, I looked at you guys' website. I cannot believe that they're putting out a sixty-nine-dollar miniature dick rocket. Blue Origin. Look at that.
2: What? That's the Blue Origin. <laughs> oh wow. It's a dick. It is. Back it looks like back. a vibrator. Doc and pass.
1: Oh, it's Doc. Di- oh, is that who it is?
2: Pass since it it's doc.
1: Honest to God, it's a penis in a box.
2: And somebody will it's
1: buy
5: Jeff it. Baisley's rocket. It's a toy of Jeff Bezos's rocket, and it looks like like he says, looks like a penis. And
2: speaking of Jeff, I saw a, a photo. I guess it was a meme a couple days ago. And it was Amazon in 1999, and the caption was, don't give up. And it's Jeff Bezos sitting at his desk, which is a – you remember when you, you were a kid and you'd make desks out of doors? Oh, yeah, That's yeah, his sure. desk, and then there's a sign next to him that says Amazon.com and a big computer screen. thats It was just him getting started. And he
1: had no money.
2: Not, not that. In 99, uh, they really did. And I th- I th- when did they go public? I think it was 97 or 98, but anyway, it's – There is a point there. It's like you could work hard and you can make it in this country if you're a little bit lucky and a lot smart. I
1: think. Well, plus fact you can screw your workers over like he does. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's the
2: American way. (laughs) Rockefeller, Carnegie. Yeah. Not exactly Henry Ford. Not exactly friends of the working folks.
1: You are correct, sir. There's no doubt about it. But now you can
5: ride a giant penis in the space.
2: Yeah. And who wouldn't want to do do that? I'm
5: jealous about.
2: So. Let me ask you a Ford question. What the hell is going on with the Bronco? Oh, good
5: question. What happened to the Bronco?
2: Oh, they've recalled a whole bunch of them. I, thought you, I actually cut out the article, but um, they had problems with the roof, uh, and they've had to recall, like, almost every one that they've made, and it's created an even bigger backlog of orders than, than they had, you know, because of the factory slowdowns and stuff because of the chips. sorry about that here i'll I'll read the story it's pretty quick Um, 2021 ford bronco was designed to go over any type of terrain but thousands of them can't even make it out of parking lots near the plant that built them and another setback to the troubled launch of one of ford motor company's highest profiled vehicles the automaker last week said it needs to replace all hardtop roofs uh, because of quality control problems that'll push back deliveries for months further irking customers who had already had their orders delayed by the coronavirus coronavirus pandemic. I'm trying to read too quickly. The previous roof issues, which were unrelated, forced uh, Ford with saleable Broncos, so scarce. At the end of July, Ford had built 13,000 of them, but it only delivered 4,000 of them. Some of the dealerships are marking up the few that have made it onto their lots by as much as $50,000. There's American greed for you. Some dealers are marking the Bronco up, which... Personally, I think they're kind of cool looking, but I I don't think it's a groundbreaking rig.
1: Right.
2: To pay 50 grand over for a Bronco, I don't see it myself. All right, Joe, that's the story.
1: <laughs> Is Joe gone? Ah,
4: huh? Oh, he's here. No, oh, I'm yeah. here. Okay.
1: Joe, it's radio. You got to talk,
4: man. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I'm speechless, man. It's just. One problem after another, and and she's like, we can't get ahead. And when we, we get ahead, we get knocked back. Both sides It's like, what the hell's going on?
2: Now, is Louisville closed still, or are you guys open, or what's no. going on?
5: They're, we're running.
2: Oh, you are it's okay.
5: Not, not as much. Um, you gotta also realize that a lot of the parts that we put together on these on on the trucks come from someplace else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So while it passed, it may pass our quality test, or so while it may pass their quality test, it gets to us. It, you know We're assuming that the quality is 100%. We put it on the vehicle, and at some point between that A and B, it fails.
2: Yep, yeah, that's exactly, not and I don't Ford. remember the manufacturer of the roof of the Broncos, but the roofs were not made by Ford. It was by a you know mm. parts manufacturer. I it wasn't Dana, I don't think, but that's, right. a lot of people don't understand that manufacturers really, it's probably closer to call uh, call it assembling because the parts come from a variety of sources, and people like Joe are the ones that assemble the vehicles, but they're not really manufacturing well, yeah, the parts. Yeah, rural part. assembly plant,
5: Twin Cities assembly plant. Yep. And the city assembly plants like putting together a giant puzzle.
2: Yep.
5: And our puzzle pieces come from all over the place. And what people don't understand is we're not 100%, you know, it's not 100% ours. So when they get pissed at us or something, they got to actually, you know, we're the target because we sold it to them.
2: Yep.
5: And it it is, it's just a headache.
2: Yeah, well, you know, it's in fairness to the consumer, they don't really need to understand how to build a watch. They just want something that'll tell time. Yeah. And when right. uh, the they manufacturers, whether it's Ford or Toyota or whoever it is, spends millions of dollars advertising their brand, it's it's not right. it's it's a logical assumption that a Ford is all things Ford when you and I know that it's Dana and Spicer and Borg and Warner and just all these millions of, not millions, but a bunch of really, really big companies that make all these parts for everybody.
5: Right. So like half of our engine blocks come from Mexico. Yep. Chihuahua, Mexico. Another half of them come from um, Spain, the engine blocks. The AC compressor that I put on the engine comes from Poland. So the AC compressor fails, they're not going to bitch at the company in Poland that means they're going no. to come
2: bitch at us. No, that's right. And that's, you know, that's understandable. That's why yeah. you have dealerships and that's why you have, you know, warranties and stuff. So when things go wrong, there's one person that can handle it rather than, I mean, it'd be a terrible model if you had to go after the actual manufacturer of each part. Now, the the, the companies right. do do that. I mean, you get money back for parts failures from the suppliers. Um Right. Whoever screwed up Which these Bronco is, you know, roofs is gonna they're gonna get a pretty big bill. Takata airbags is probably the best example of that. They've got right. just billions of dollars that they owe to uh manufacturers all over the world because of bad airbag inflators.
5: Right. And and enough of the roofs have failed that, okay, we're gonna need to do a recall. It's better to do a recall than to have you know, a couple couple months down the line all of a sudden every one of them starts failing. Yeah. They're trying to get in front of it and say, Hey, you know, we know this problem exists. Bring it into us, we'll fix it for you, free of charge. And, you know, you can be on your way. Yeah. They, they still keep the vehicle You just get the replacement.
2: Well, and I think they figured out because of social media and stuff, it's it's better to get it over with if you have a problem. Rather, you know, in the old days, they would the big three would make the calculations about safety. It's yeah, we know the Pinto wasn't really safe, but we project that we can only lose you know eighty million dollars in civil uh, liability issues when people blow up, and we can we will make more yeah. than that. They don't think that way anymore. Fortunately, right. On a related note, this is kind of a cool story about a dealer. Uh, A couple weeks ago, footage surfaced online showing a GM mechanic taking a customer's C8 Corvette, that's the brand new one, on a joyride and hitting 148 miles an hour. Now the dealership at the center of the controversy has given the owner a brand new car. The story started, started when the car's owner brought his 2021 Corvette to the Fremont Chevrolet dealership Due to a worrying noise in the engine, the mechanic soon discovered that one of the spark plugs was loose, the car fixed, and then the mechanic decided to take it out to test it, which is a common thing. That uh, It's drivability issues, though. We usually test them both before and after they do a repair. Unbeknownst to the mechanic, the car's performance data recorder was on and showed him repeatedly speeding in a car and at one stage racing a Dodge Charger on a busy highway hitting 148 miles an hour. Whoa. Uh, The video went viral, forcing the dealership to respond. Speaking with a drive, the car's owner revealed that he was in email communication with the owner of the dealership after the incident, and out of the blue was offered a free 2022 2022 Corvette. The owner of the family of dealerships reached out to me, and I'm laying in bed, and he texts me at 9 at night or something, just apologizing profusely and says he wants to make this right. And then he offers me a 2022 Corvette, and that was pretty shocking. I followed up with... Uh, the next morning, and he said, hey, when can we meet? After taking a trip to the dealership, Michael was able to order a 2022 uh, all on the dealership's dime. He'll be able to keep driving his 2021 car until the next one is ready, then he'll trade the 21N model to the dealer and pick up the keys to a new one. So kind of a what we were talking about in terms of recall and the ch- and the difference in the world now because of, uh, you know, you, I Maybe this dealer would have done the same thing 25 years ago, but it's more likely would have told him to pound sand. Right. Yeah. And it's also, uh, it, it's it's highly unlikely the customer ever would have found out. But with cameras everywhere, I mean, the world has changed. So, But I thought that was, I mean, the guy wasn't even asking for a new car, and the dealer's texting him at 9 o'clock at night because yeah. he felt terrible, I guess. That's kind of cool. Yeah,
5: he... Um He's probably tr- trying to, do, you know, do the right thing, so he does because like you said, social media, everybody's got something negative about everything. Now, you got to say something negative about everything, it's like, we uh, not you just be happy for once. Uh, I heard Tom say it all the time. Why do you have to be this goddamn miserable? Yeah. Can't you just smile, have a Coke, and shut the hell up? It
1: <laughs> works for wow. me.
2: Well, that's what happy people do.
1: That's what works <laughs> for me, I'm telling you. Joe, i got to be honest with you. I am sick to death of this. All you people in this one group are horrible. It's like, that has never worked throughout the world's history. Why are we doing this again? And it happens to be honkies this time around. I, I just, uh-huh. where do you see an upside to this? It makes no sense to judge somebody by their skin color, for Christ's sake.
5: Have you guys been paying attention to the Babylon Bee lately?
2: I love the Babylon Bee. I haven't read it recently. What did you see? Oh, uh, Doug, you're slacking
5: the brother. There's
2: a story
5: in there. Um, the headline goes, 10 signs that your, your baby is a white supremacist.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Number one sign He's white. White, yeah. Well, that is how it goes right now.
1: I do love the Babylon Bee. It's very, very funny. What was the one you just told me one yesterday?
2: No, I haven't. It? I haven't read it for a while. Oh, who the it, hell was it? I forget about it, and then it'll show up in my Facebook mm. feed for a couple of days, and uh, and then it sort of disappears. You know how that. Goes. Now, what is
1: not the Bee? Because I get this. Uh,
2: word, what is that? See, I think that's the Babylon Bee, but there's some movement from. Some social media outlets to shut them down. So it's oh. like the protest version against Twitter. And oh, for God's sake. I don't, I don't sake. really, it's not important enough to me to follow it very closely, but that's what it is. It, it's still the Bee, but it's it's not the satire site.
5: Mm. Oh,
1: so what do they talk about on not the i I've never opened
2: it. Yeah, well, they complain about being censored by Twitter or whatever.
1: Well, that Jack Dorsey's such an even keel guy, you know, what a great human being that man is. Are you trying to look like a caveman? What do you got cooking there? I don't
2: really know much about him. Have you ever seen his
1: picture? Uh Uh-uh. He's got a shaved head now, and he has about a three-foot beard.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, he's hideous. He kind of looks like a younger version of Luke Skywalker in the new Star Wars movies. (laughs) Well, there you go. the unkempt beard and the, yeah. yeah. He looks terrible.
2: He yeah. should be sending Donald Trump gifts because before Trump became president, Twitter was going under. They were it losing was, money. They were losing money. Yeah. Oh,
4: yeah. That was probably the worst thing Trump has ever done in his life is save, save Twitter. Twitter. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, <laughs> <That's>, saving Twitter.
1: <laughs> makes no sense.
5: All right, Joe. There's a uh, short video that uh, Babylon B did, to the two guys that run it, and uh, playing a couple of hits. And they say, who do we hate? And they go through everybody, you know, why do we hate them? And, who do we hate? Oh, we hate these people. Well, why do we hate them? And, well, they're just doing this, and okay, so we don't hate them. And it's about five minutes, and then it turns out, well, yeah, we hate white people. <laughs> and uh, shows them sitting in front of the shack that's falling apart. And it's like, okay, yeah, white privilege. There you go, that's it. mm Yeah,
1: it's just the whole idea of this woke white privilege horseshit. That means that everybody who's a honky has privilege. I grew up with a lot of white people that had zero privilege. I witnessed it, black people, brown people, white people, Native Americans. We were all in it together, but somehow these very, very poor white people had, had some kind of privilege. Well, I never saw it, i got to be honest with you, these people didn't look like they had privilege to me. Well,
2: I'll give you a contrarian view, and this was a okay. conversation that happened between a friend of mine, and I'll say what all white people say, who happens to be African American. Mm-hmm. He didn't happen to be, he was born that way. <laughs>
4: He chose, <laughs> yes, exactly. right. he was he, on the character creation screen, right. he said, I pick black.
2: So we were talking about <laughs> exactly. white privilege mm-hmm. and, and, and racial pro- profiling. And I said, you know, back when I was playing in bands and running car dealerships, I get profiled all the time because I'm driving dealer cars with dealer plates home at 2.30 in the morning on yeah. the weekend. Yeah. Now the <laughs> chances of that person being hammered in the 90s was about 85%. But I was a working musician, and I'd have a few beers when we played, but, you know, I'd have four or five over seven hours. I was, right. you know, I'd barely blow an 01 or an 02. But I got pulled over a lot, and I said, so I understand what that's like. And this friend of mine says, actually, I don't think you do. Let me ask you a question. When you were in the back of the squad car, did you ever fear for your life? And I said, nope, never did, because that's the difference. And that, well, that makes sense to me.
1: It does. Except for poor people all go through that. If you got no money, I don't care what your skin color is. You got no privilege. I'm sorry. They can argue that. I will. I will debate anybody. If I don't care what your skin color is, if you don't have any money, you got zero privilege. This whole world is based on money.
2: Yeah, I I agree with that as well.
1: I mean, Jesus, I, they got to get over this whole thing. And again, I'll say it again. We get on the other side of this whole woke white supremacy thing. It ain't going to be pretty for people who aren't white. I'm telling you, they're they're using you to make money. That's all they're doing. It's disgusting. What are you going to
2: do? I'm just glad I'm slightly less cynical than you are.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not cynical <laughs> you at all. Are. I like to tell the truth. No, I'm, no,
2: they're, they're, I'm not saying that you're not telling the truth. I just... I, I, I'm just more hopeful. Maybe I still that it's wa- not going to go badly.
1: I still want to know how it is that we all got along really well in North Minneapolis. Nobody, I'm not hanging out with you because of your skin color. We all hung out together. Nobody cared, and that was through the sixth grade, then the eighth grade, then high school. North, when I went there, was probably 35 to 50 percent black.
4: Nobody cared. Well, it's because you had the Lutherans to hate.
1: Yeah, we hated Lutherans. I forgot that. You're absolutely right. It was a whole different deal.
2: Anyway, Joe, we got to get progress. cooking. we got to get yeah, cooking exactly.
1: a couple of minutes here. But uh, All right, so try to have a good weekend, Joe. I plan on saying it's, uh, it's
4: going to rain. Yes, it is. Oh, it's going to rain. It's going to rain all the way down there, too. Coming of the Great flood. Yeah. Huh? It's going to rain all the way down there, too, because it's going to rain here, too. Yeah.
5: Yeah, when it rains down here, it looks like the sudden coming of the Great
4: Flood. Oh, I know. Yeah, living in Florida for as long as I have, I remember sometimes it's like, it's literally like snap your fingers. It goes from clear blue sky to biggest downpour you've ever seen. 45 seconds later, snap your fingers again, and it's gone. It's the most bizarre thing in the world.
2: 4.30 every afternoon in the Mm -hmm. summer in Florida.
4: Yeah, that's all Florida is. I like the weather here? Wait a minute. Yep, exactly. Wait a minute, exactly. I just looked.
1: I was supposed to appear at the State Fair tomorrow at 10.30. Uh, thunderstorms. Yeah. But I won't be appearing at the State Fair. That ain't going to be happening. I'm not going to have you people Go stand, play some know. golf instead. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Hold up an iron rod. We're supposed rod. to
5: go see Jackal tonight. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah, but somebody forgot Somebody's forgot the doors the hell open, so we're not going anywhere.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. That mm-hmm. is true.
5: And I was sitting outside for about an hour. And I was sweating just sitting there. Oh, yeah. Then you got the max thing, and people are idiots when it gets hot. And well, it is Kentucky, so yeah. <laughs> he I'll it's Kentucky. time, so... and, and go see him at the Mercury Ballroom again.
1: Yeah, I'm telling. Well, Jackal's great anyway. He I haven't talked to him in a while. I wonder how he's doing.
5: Huh? Well, catch him and find out. I will. I will
1: track we him. Learn how
4: to do that now. More or less.
1: No, I don't think yeah. I have learned how to do that. All right, time to wrap up the show, Joe. We'll talk to you soon.
2: I'll check it out. See you later, bud. Thanks
1: a lot. Joe from Louisville calling, ladies and gentlemen. We've got about another minute and a half, something like that. Dougie, what else you want to hey.
2: I've got nothing.
1: It is. It is raining. Well, the showers. It's not raining. There are showers right now, but then it's supposed to stop for a couple hours, and then when the thunderstorms start rolling. What's in, a, what's
2: Saturday night look like? Can you tell?
4: Saturday night. Well, that's when our baby shower is. So we're uh, kind of. We've been keeping an eye on it. and It's changed every half an hour. Okay,
2: so, so. I shouldn't, we're we're supposed to be hosting a hoot nanny down on F Dock Saturday
4: hootenanny. night. Hoot nanny. Uh, says so a
1: forty percent chance of rain.
2: So. Mm-hmm. That, okay, so that's. It that
1: could happen. Might the drops not. We'll see. It might not. that everything, Pally?
2: That takes up to the end of episode 105 of Walser Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets. No uh, show next week. Po- no show next week. You can do a show now, if you want. What, by I'm going to talk to myself for an hour? I'll be here. Eey, be you have you a guest? Anyway. Well, maybe I'll do that. I don't know. If you I want, hadn't thought about it. I just assumed you weren't going to be here.
4: Uh, I mean, I'll be a half an hour away from here, but, you know.
2: All right, so maybe there's a... maybe I can find something interesting. I will put something together, but I, I, it's more likely that we'll be back in a couple of weeks. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, have a great weekend.